0: Hi guys, welcome to yet another exciting episode of Nkomo Podcast. Yay! Yay. <laughs> it's me, your guys, you're your, your friend.
1: And your girl Pearl. And you're welcome to this episode of Inkomo. And today we have Luke. Um, and I miss Luke. I used to work with Luke when he was in Ghana. When he was an intern in their organization, I used to work out to... Ladies and gentlemen, um, and... Drum roll,
2: please, for Luke.
1: <laughs> Hi, Luke.
2: Hi, Pearl. Hi, Frank. Thanks so much for having me on. It's so nice to talk to both of you. As Pearl mentioned, I was an intern in Ghana for about five months with her, but I'm initially from Canada, so I'm back home in Canada now.
1: Okay. I see.
2: How's the switch been for you so far, moving back to Canada? It was interesting, Frank. I mean... Just because of coronavirus and everything, it was it was weird to come back to a little bit of a changed, you know, country. Um, but things are things are returning to normal now. Yeah, I do miss Ghana. Like the moment I left Ghana, I started missing Ghana. So I've just had to readjust to life in Canada.
1: Okay, so we're talking about Ghana. What do you um, like most about Ghana?
2: There's so much that I like about Ghana. I mean, it's it's hard to even start to list them. But, you know, a couple things come to mind. One is Fan Ice. I absolutely okay. loved Fan Ice, That's probably amazing. had one a day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm missing Fan Ice. Um, but then the most important thing is just the people I met in Ghana and my daily routine in Ghana. And, you know, all like the, you know, like the community that I had there and the whole social culture. So I'm really missing that. That was really nice to have in Ghana.
0: Yeah, Luke, you know, Ghanians, we have like expressions that we usually make is more or less like exclamations. What is your most favorite Ghanian expression? <laughs>
2: hey, Charlie! <laughs> I don't even really know what it means, but it just sounds so cool.
0: Charlie means friend, like, hey, yeah, buddy. Yeah,
1: hey, buddy. Yeah, oh,
2: okay. yeah I tried okay. it here. I tried it here and no one understands. So, I'm... oh,
1: that's bad. <laughs> Wow. And then is that the only one?
2: Well, there's another one, but I also don't know what it means. I think it's small way. It sounds really cool as well.
1: Oh, okay. Let's see. I see. don't know that so, one? So, come again. Do you know that one? Which one? Small way. Small way.
2: I, I guess I
0: guess we, we maybe you are, uh, due to the pronunciation, we yeah. Uh, yeah. It could be that we had the boss here, though. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, so, uh, what else?
0: Yeah, so, you know, Ghanians, we don't joke with our trotskis and our taxis. Did you like to pick um, a trotski? or oh, a trotro?
2: Yeah, that was so much fun, actually. Um, really?
0: Yeah, yeah
2: well, probably because <laughs> I have to take it every day. If I had to take it every day, it might be a different story. But when I got oh. to take a trotero, it was always a nice experience because people were like, you know very attentive to me like oh bruni make sure you get your change from the mate like where's your stop?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that was fun yeah i did like the trotro.
1: i see yeah huh, interesting so um so like so the trotro, like is there anything that was like do you experience any cultural shock or anything when you go here in ghana i mean you huh? know like people, yeah so, like, anything that like, you were surprised? You know you're from, like, a totally different country, and then you come to...
0: A third world country. Yeah,
1: specifically Ghana, and then things are totally different. What was, like, your first shock?
2: I think that it was actually pretty easy to adjust in Ghana, just because, you know, Ghanaians were so welcoming, and it was really easy to settle in. But there were a few things that were, like, unfamiliar to me and that I was kind of surprised by. And I guess oh, one nice. thing that really surprised me was how early Ghanaians wake up. Like I'm uh, used to getting up at like six, seven, eight in the morning, but I mean, there's lots of people in Ghana who get up at four thirty in the morning, which yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. So I had to adjust to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you know normally around that time we have to do a lot of things, either yeah. pray. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: do exactly
1: because yeah. i mean and you have to wake up early to catch the bus to work and maybe any other place to avoid traffic so yeah Ghanaians wake up early <laughs> yeah they do that a lot so yeah i guess that and then what else is there any other thing
2: that surprised me i guess another thing that was really interesting was just you know how well people dress even in their ca- like casual clothing on weekends people dress so well and that was really impressive i really uh i really admire the beautiful caftans that many men you know wore it's just it's just really nice yeah to look at
1: oh i see do you make some for yourself
2: i i have a couple african print shirts that i brought home yeah oh
0: thank you for patronizing Made in meeting on boots <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> thanks for selling them but i don't want to wear them because i don't want to ruin them they're so nice i'll just leave them in my closet forever probably <laughs>
1: don't do that <laughs> you can still wear them i'm sure though we'll definitely find a way to get you yeah. yeah oh thank yeah,
2: you perfect. yeah
0: now luke what's luke, so what's the one Ghanaian product that you think the
2: world should know about there's so many cool things in ghana that i wanted to take home with me but one thing that i really loved that I wasn't aware of before in North America was Sarkodie. You know his music's so good, and there's so many yeah. great Ghanaian artists in addition to Sarkodie. So I think Ghanaian music, you know, is something that the rest of the world needs to listen to. Okay, can you give me like a freestyle of Vini <laughs> Sarkodie? <song that>
0: you- <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure, we'll do it in private after Frank.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's actually pronounced Sarkodie. Eh? That's how we pronounce it cody Okay. Okay. You <laughs> <end>. <laughs> okay.
0: So Luke, first moving to Ghana,
2: did you know of any Ghanaians? No, I actually didn't know of any Ghanaians
1: before moving oh, to wow. Ghana. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So what brought you to Ghana? Um, I mean, is it something you would have done? Just come to Ghana, be here for six months? Is it something you would have done? Yeah,
2: it's something I just wanted to do. I mean, I just really wanted to, you know, go somewhere in West Africa, and Ghana seemed like a great country to visit. Um, And the program I was on seemed really interesting. And so that's how I made the decision. I was just ready to take off and go explore a new country. I'm really happy I did.
1: Yeah. Like leaving family and friends and I mean how is the feeling like and how did you cope in Ghana?
2: Ultimately it was just really great Pearl. I mean the first few days when I arrived in Ghana you know I was awake in bed being like you know what am I doing I'm in a whole different country I left my whole family thousands of miles away but mm-hmm. then after that you figure it out you get used to it and then soon enough it's the opposite feeling you know you don't want to go home so Okay. It yeah. just yeah just a matter of adjusting.
0: Did you pick up any Ghanaian, um, any tree ch- slangs, any Ghan slangs, any local
2: dialects? Uh, to sang. To sang. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Should I proceed? That's it.
0: <laughs> Luke, can I proceed? Yeah, you can proceed. Um
2: Then I would then then so Okay, Frank, you've gone too far. <laughs> I need to go back and look at my my lessons again.
1: <laughs> don't worry, I'll teach you. Don't don't move, Frank. <laughs> so,
0: would you say your time in Ghana was worthwhile?
2: Yeah, it was super worthwhile. I think that it's probably you know the most valuable five months I've had in you know in my entire life. It was just such a different experience from anything I've done before, and I would love to go back and like do something similar again.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Oh, huh, nice. So how did you like feel like going back, you know, like it was in front of with, I mean, Corona and everything going on? How did you feel like Because was...
2: <laughs> Yeah, that was so interesting because I remember it was just that one week in March when everything evolved so quickly with coronavirus. It was exactly. like not a big issue. And then by the end of the week, the whole world was locking down, right? So yeah. I think I had gone at two days before they closed the border um which was like good timing but yeah it,
1: it, you have been oh, stuck gosh. here
2: <laughs> yeah i would have been stuck there it yeah. would have been nice to be around and say my goodbyes a little bit more um and yeah. i wanted to do some traveling in ghana as well like you know go up to tamale see some other parts of the country so i guess i just have to save all that for next time
1: yeah, see
2: you. yeah look did you visit any tourist sites while staying in ghana um i saw like most of the main ones in accra for sure and I went to Cape Coast briefly. Uh, I went up to Eastern Region, but other than that, I didn't do too much traveling. I would really like to go back and see some of the main
1: hmm. main. Okay. interesting. Okay, so like, what are some of the places that you? Okay, I think yeah, Frank asked that right. Yeah,
0: but what's 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 like your favorite? Like the
1: main like places where you want to hang out, like maybe on a Friday night in Ghana.
2: Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, so on the weekends, I definitely go to Osu and hang out there at some of the restaurants. (laughs) Yeah. It's so nice. It's so active and lively. It's great. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes go to like, uh, just go to Bojo Beach, go to Labadi Beach and hang out there during the day on a weekend, go to Aburi Gardens and walk around.
1: Oh, I see.
2: Yeah. Lots of those activities.
0: What would you say is the biggest difference? The biggest difference between Ghana and Canada?
2: I think that the biggest difference between Ghana and Canada was just social etiquette. I remember my third or fourth week in Ghana when I was walking around my neighborhood and someone like came up to me and they were like kind of upset and they're like, you know, You walk around here all day. You don't say hi to anyone. What's going on? And I realized that, like, it's very important to, you know, like, acknowledge people when you see them and just, like, have small conversations on the street with people you see regularly. And that's something that we don't do much in Canada. We usually mind our own business. um, We don't talk to people (laughs) unless we know them, you know? So that was really cool about Ghana. And I miss that. Just those small interactions every day with people that you live around. I
1: see. So what's, like... um... I mean,
2: what's your typical weekend in Ghana? My typical weekend in Ghana could be, you know, visiting cool places in Accra or going just outside the city to go on hikes or walk around. So we go to Aburi Gardens or Labadi Bojo Beach and just hang out. And then maybe at night, go to Osu, some of the restaurants there, which are very, very active and lively and always fun. Oh, I see.
0: Hey, so Luke, what would be the biggest advice you would give to anyone that wants to come to Ghana to visit or to live here temporarily or even permanently?
2: What would be the advice? Oh, I think that, you know, the best thing someone can do when moving to Ghana or visiting Ghana is just try to do, I'd say try to do the local things as much as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's lots of interesting tourist activities, but it's also fun just to go to Makala Market. and. Talk with the market people and walk around. So I think it's it's nice just to spend time doing the local things as well as the main tourist activities.
1: Mm-hmm. I this is like even contrary to Ghana, but I just wanted to ask your take on like the recent happenings in the world. For instance, um, coronavirus and also black lives
2: matter.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah, with coronavirus, it's been. Uh, It's been, like, a pretty big deal here in Canada. So we're only starting to return to normal activities now. And I think that until we have a vaccine, like, we still won't be back to normal until then. Whereas I know some other countries are, like, opening up a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, as long as we can, like, do most of our activities safely, I think we can can do that until we get a vaccine. Uh, In terms of Black Lives Matter, yeah, that's also been, like, Quite, quite large in Canada. I mean, just with having the United States next door, we've been like really, you know, like inspired and impacted by that movement as well. So there's been lots of peaceful protests going on in Canada and lots of uh, like charities raising funds to, to you know, promote, um, yeah, just equality in Canada. So that's been like really nice to see now. Um, and it's something that, you know, I think we should always be addressing.
0: Okay, look. Did you partake in the, the Black Lives Matter protest? Did you partake in any?
2: I did not, but my family went, so uh, oh, they went. I on my, a... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: nice. I was
2: too busy. It was during the day. I couldn't go. I wanted to go.
1: Oh, I see. Because <laughs> I know it's something that you want to go. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have gone.
1: Yeah.
0: That's nice.
2: How about? Yeah. How about in, in Ghana? How has the, the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, impacted Ghana?
1: Um, well, there are people talking about it, like, online. Because most of the, um, I mean, advocacy and stuff like that, and um, that were going on were online. So yeah. on Instagram, various social media platforms. And then there was a demonstration, I think. Was it a yeah, demonstration?
0: a demonstration. Like some
1: mini, it wasn't really huge, but yeah. some activists, and that went on, and they arrested, like, the leader. Yeah. Yeah, but then I, I think now, yeah. But people are not, um, it's not really big here. But then online, it's actually very big because people, people are talking about it a lot. And in terms of even corona, everybody's, like, back to normal and doing their stuff. So, yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: But you, most people wear, like, you're wearing masks, right, in Ghana? Yeah.
1: yeah now it's much and if you're seen or wearing
2: it could
0: even be jailed
1: exactly yeah. so
0: wow okay lots
1: of people are wearing their masks now because I mean now it's mandatory
0: so, so and camera... also people are taking it people are also taking um, hygiene and social distancing protocols very seriously You'd your temperatures will be checked before entering most buildings in the country you'd have to use a hand sanitizer or wash your hands before um, entering a building and I think it's quite cool. Yeah. I mean, so ensure that the disease doesn't spread. I mean, that wide.
2: Right. So you're you're able to go around your normal activities, but just with like these increased health practices, which makes it doable. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean,
1: we go to our works. Work. Yeah. And I mean, but then uh, the people also go out lately. Mm. Like they go sit around, but then you have to maintain social distancing. Yeah. Yeah. People do that and so like even in the spirit of even black lives matter i just also wanted to talk about like do you like what do you think about white privilege and do you identify that yes there is um, white privilege
2: yeah i definitely think that there is white privilege um and i it's something i feel like in recent years that we've become just like much more aware of and it's something i've tried to like Be conscious of every day you know just when i'm whatever i'm doing that because i'm white and i'm also a male like i i do have you know treatment that other people don't get um and so i think it's super great yeah that this that like the black lives matter movement is coming to the forefront again it's also something that should you know we should always be working on right just across across race and gender and sexual orientation Um,
1: exactly yeah
2: it's like constant progress that we need to work on
0: yeah okay now so i was asking about your biggest lessons you've learned from your time here in ghana
2: yeah one thing that i learned frank was just to be really open to people um you know people i might not know were just you know interested in learning about me I remember when I came to Ghana I was a little bit nervous at first being in a new country but I had such nice interactions with people on the street and on the tro tro who just wanted to like give me advice about what to do and you know invite me to do things and so it was really you know great when I was able to open up and just interact with people Um, and I think I bring that back here you know I'm far more open to like talking to people on the street now in Canada than I was before because of that yeah
1: that's
0: nice. Okay, look, I have a question. Yeah. I don't know how you you I don't know how you're going to respond to this. Would you would you like to have a Ghanaian citizenship?
2: <laughs> Actually, I would if that's possible. I don't know if it's oh. possible though. <laughs> 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 <Be arranged. laughs> I would love to have a Ghanaian citizenship and like have a house in Ghana or something that I could go oh. stay at. That would be super nice.
1: Oh, that's nice.
2: We'll be glad to have
1: you here. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Frank. (laughs) Uh,
0: What would you say is the the biggest perception that people have about Ghana?
2: The biggest perception people have about Ghana? I mean, to be honest, I think in Canada, at least, I found like a lot of people don't, they couldn't put Ghana on a map. So, and I couldn't put, I couldn't put Ghana on a map before I came to Ghana. So it's maybe that we just don't know a lot about Ghana we mm-hmm. hear a lot more about you know like nigeria for instance because it's such a big country and then i think people forget you know about Ghana, which is just like next door and has so much to offer too so
1: exactly. yeah it would
2: just yeah exactly
1: because mostly it's nigerian nigerian like people always talk about nigerians you don't hear But now I feel like uh, music is also putting us out there. So that's also helping. And Ghanaians are doing amazingly well. So it's also putting us out there.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's true. And it's funny because when I came back to Canada, now for some reason, it seems like I'm reading about Ghana everywhere in the newspapers or I hear about Ghana more. And it's just because I think my awareness is raised, you know, more about the country than it was before. So I mean, yeah, I'm a lot more like in tune to what's going on in Ghana now.
0: Okay. Now, Luke, any final words to Ghanaians?
1: And our fellow... Uh, our listeners. Yeah. And, uh,
0: yeah, your fellow tourists. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Just that, you know, Ghana is such an amazing country, and I really hope I can come back soon. Um, and that Ghanaians are so welcoming to guests, and it's so... As a, as a guest to Ghana, it was... You know, I was so appreciative of that, of just being welcomed and, like, taken care of by Ghanaians. So just like keep up the great work. Um and thanks so much, Pearl and Frank for having me on. It was so nice to catch up with both of you. It's and been a
0: pleasure.
2: I, yeah, keep up the good work with como It's a great podcast.
0: Hi guys, thank you very much for listening to our interview with Luke. Yeah, we had so fella. much
1: fun and having him on the show. So we'll be having more people on the show. So keep listening to Enkomo.
0: And also follow our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nkomo Podcast gh And also follow me as usual for amazing social media content. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at underscore mr underscore j for amazing social media that's a
1: lie and we know that okay so <laughs> 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 so as usual pearl ama i'm, I'm watching pearl ama i'm, I'm watching instagram pearl i'm watching on twitter so yeah no changing that's what we are sticking to so yeah follow yeah and don't forget to follow in podcast jidge in podcast gh everywhere podcast please follow us and let us know what you think and give us feedback and comments on our post. We want to know, and your comments will also be featured. We'll give you shout out to like any of our episodes. So please give us comments. So all those all the people that have been giving us like feedback and everything, we see we see all that you do. Everybody, shout out to you all who comment on our podcast and give us feedback to make it better. So on that note.
0: It's bye-bye for now, enjoy your Friday, and happy weekend in advance.
1: Bye-bye!